Before we get started, there's something I'm really excited to share with you. It's no secret that we think diversifying your income is incredibly important. One way that we do it is by investing in rental properties. We've done a ton of research, interviewed experts, and invested over $100,000 of our own money in income-producing rental properties. I am proud to announce that we're launching Rental Properties for Passive Investors. It's a course on exactly how you can passively invest in rental properties. Like our podcast, it's incredibly actionable and details exactly how we've both purchased and managed our rental properties. It also includes a year of investable, the analysis tool we use to make sure the rental properties we purchase are actually profitable. Finding the deal is half the battle. You need to know your numbers to make a profitable investment. We're running a pre-sale for $100 off. Head over to listenmoneymatters.com slash REI to learn more. That's listenmoneymatters.com slash REI for $100 off rental properties for passive investors. Shh, listen. Money Matters. Crank up your iPod as loud as it will go for the Listen Money Matters podcast. At one time, the seventh best podcast in iTunes for the investing category. And now, here are your hosts, Matt and Andrew. Hey, everybody. Happy... Sorry, sorry, guys. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters podcast. And I'm. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Matt, and I'm here with Andrew. Andrew. How are you? Good, but it is very cold outside. Dude, it's freezing. I am in. I am in a lot of sweats, thermal underwear. I got gloves on. No, I don't have gloves on, but I'm not in thermal thermal, thermal underwear either. But it is pretty <laughs> freaking cold in this uh, office. I'm in the bottom floor of my house, so oh, and you got the nice knit cap on. <laughs> You're ready. You're ready for it. You're ready for winter. Skull cap. Yeah, I just might as well open the window now. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. It's brutally cold. I had to walk home, like 15-minute walk, and it was just – it's cold in the subways. And, you know, it pisses me off because in the summer, it's hot in the subways. It's never – you know, it's never like L.A. Yeah. Why? What's – It's always nice. It's always nice in like 70 to 5 degrees there. True. California just has beautiful weather. So today we're going to talk a little bit about – what Andrew is 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 going to teach me today, because uh, and he's calling this the four percent rule, right? Right. I mean, I didn't come up. With no, I know you didn't come up with it, but you're going to educate me on what this actually is, because yeah. um, from my understanding, you can live off four percent of something, right? Yeah. So this this is technically like not like the key to retirement. No, it's, I, I would say it's the key to retirement. Like this, this is because you're just like, oh, you want to retire early, and well, how do you know when you're done and you're tap out? Well, this, this is how. So, all right, this is how you know that you can retire safely. That you could, that you could live forever on your money. That that's the gist of it. For okay, like so forever. So your money makes money for you, and you can live off what it makes. Correct. That is what we're talking about. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I don't think I'm anywhere near that, right? I don't – it's not you, like – You you are not anywhere Okay. <laughs> Although you're probably closer than me because you spend less than me. 
Okay. But well, but all right. So tell me what this is, and how one can achieve this. So, um, give me the short version. The the short version. Yeah. Okay. So the short version is, um, you have X amount of money in the bank, uh, and if you or I'm not in the bank, sorry, in various investments. Okay. And if every year. And this, this say you only have a thousand dollars in investments. Okay. If you withdraw four percent every year, like including boom cycles and bust cycles and whatever, four percent every year, you will never run out of money. So if I have a thousand dollars in investment accounts and I take four dollars every year, right? No, it's not four dollars, right? Forty dollars? What's temper what's four percent of a thousand? Why can't uh, I think of this? I think it's forty dollars, right? Oh, come on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's forty dollars. All right, so <laughs> math. Uh, so if I took, I could have a thousand dollars in investments and safely take forty dollars a year, and my investment still remain. I can do that every year. Yeah, and it is likely that you will actually, at the end of like thirty years, you'll actually have more than a thousand dollars. It is highly likely that you'll have a lot more than a thousand dollars, at least two thousand dollars. Um, but you will not have, you will not have, uh, you will not run out of money. But I right? can't Smart. live off of forty dollars a year. Right, and that therein lies like the calculation of what you need to retire, and it's basically just a function of how much you spend. All right, so how does that work? So how does, and let's let's stick with a thousand dollar because it's a small number. I can easily handle the math here. And it's actually perfect because uh, the entire study by a bunch of PhDs yeah. was done based on $1,000. Okay, so, so I got $1,000 in investments, meaning not just one stock, right? Let's, it's, that would not be the case. Okay, so um, part of the stipulation, mm-hmm. as we get into more of the details, is in order for this to work, you should have maximum of your $1,000, at maximum 75% of that can be in stocks. Uh-huh. And at least twenty five percent should be in bonds. Okay, so twenty five. If you have one hundred percent stocks, you have a ninety eight percent certainty that your money will last you forever. Okay, but and you're talking about a bundle of stocks, like an index fund. Yes. Okay, not like an like Tesla, for instance. Yeah, I mean, if you have seventy five percent of your money in Tesla and twenty five percent in whatever, can't guarantee that Tesla will even be around in a year. Right, that's what I mean. Okay, yeah. So, so we're talking about like market averages, like okay, uh, yeah, S and P five hundred kind of crap. Yeah, exactly. All right, so I got a thousand dollars. I can safely withdraw forty dollars a year. And how does the thousand dollars continue to grow? Because every year, as it averages out, uh, it's going to grow because the market's going to go up. So. The idea is that every year you will at least make $40 worth to replenish into your original pool, but likely more. Because okay. what we're talking about, like the 4% rule, if you have 75% stocks, 25% bonds, there is 100% statistical certainty that it will last forever. So not 999 Based on all the past years of the stock market, and you could look at any cross section, and and this study is broken down into like fifteen years, twenty years, thirty years, um, hundred percent statistical certainty. So that's like really ridiculous. That's better so, than a birth control pill. 
Yes, it's better than birth control. So, so the thing is, like, you're actually really under withdrawing what you could if you were like cool with like a 96 percent certainty, uh-huh. like a 95, like you could withdraw significantly more. Okay, right, more than four percent. You mean? Yeah, and we're just we're just talking about like if you were shooting for a goal for when you could tap out at your job, you go for the four percent rule because then. You don't have to worry that when you're 80 and you were a little bit risky and did 95% certainty and then you're effed, right? Uh-huh. So this is the one with 100% certainty. So 4% is the, the magic number. And you can obviously yeah. take less than that if you wanted to, if you could. Or you could right. And, and you could take more, but the, if you take more, you run the risk of you know, it not replenishing fast enough. Right. And I mean, we're going to link to the study in the show notes. Okay. And I just kind of wanted to uh, discuss the, the short, like, cliff note version. Of- yeah. Because, I mean, there's a lot to, I mean, it seems simple, right? That, that makes sense to me. So, like, well, it's very simple. And, like, well, we actually, maybe we'll include one of the, the charts, the chart or two please, as well. Yeah. And, and so, all right, for, for fun, for funsies, let's, mm-hmm. how much money would I have to have invested? In order for me to safely withdraw a hundred thousand dollars a year, mm. so damn, you're living a lavish lifestyle. I thought I spent a lot, but if you spend a hundred thousand dollars, this is for funsy. I mean, a hundred thousand dollars a year so for the rest of your life. If yeah, for a hundred thousand dollars the rest of your life, you just literally do a hundred thousand divided by point zero four. Uh huh. And so you would need two point five million dollars. You would need. You know, it's actually not that. No, so you could. You could spend a hundred thousand dollars of actual spending a year is a lot of money. That's like a lot, a lot of money. So if you would well, no, I mean, what if you million, have what if you have a you know you have a property and you have, assuming it's not paid off, and your property be your property like uh, the, this is your net worth. Like, sorry, I'm sorry to be clear that this two point five million is your net worth. So you could still have a mortgage and some equity in the house, and oh, that counts as prop- investment. Yeah, I mean, it's look. You own this amount of the house, and the uh-huh. mortgage is worth this amount, and you just oh, okay. Yeah, so your total like, net worth has to be two point five, right? Could that be tied up in land, and you could borrow so, against that land? I guess the stipulation is that X percent would be in stocks. Oh, right, right. And it says the rest are in bonds, and it's bonds could also be a proxy for stuff like a house, you know. Um, I would go like less on the stocks if uh, – because the thing is like stocks grow crazy fast. But um, if you were in 100% bonds, which generally don't grow that fast, if you had 100% bonds, yeah, you would, this 4% rule would still apply to you. Huh. Basically, as long as you have at most 75% stocks. So you could have 50% stocks, 25% stocks, 8% stocks, no, no stocks. So I mean you could essentially never have to collect – Social Security. If this, if this was the case, if like in in thirty well, I mean, years, you would still do collect. So hopefully, you would collect it because why not? But this has no factor on. This is what you oh, sure. need to be completely independent, not relying on Social Security or. Well, again, whatever. and and again, a uh, hundred thousand dollars seems like a decent amount to live on now, uh, but who knows in thirty years? And that number could be like. It could be two hundred and fifty thousand in thirty years. That's so, the average number. Uh, you're talking about like inflation. Yeah, I am. 
Because okay. uh, like when inflation, it counts for like all money. So your money in your bank account is also worth more as the prices go up. Ew. So, I mean, if there's like a, a rogue like orange shortage and you can't buy oranges in the store, that's not or that's not inflation. That's just, you know, whatever. So, what, all right. So even with a thousand dollars, what happens if the stock market crashes? The point is like you don't sell your whole everything and flip out. You just you withdraw your four percent a year whenever you do it. And the rest you leave there, and the stock market eventually goes back up. Okay. Like, for example, this year was a very rare year, but the market's up 30-something percent already, right? Hmm. So, I mean, maybe five years ago, or how I forget when, whatever, 2008, uh, there was a huge crash, right? So you lost a lot, yeah. but if you kept your money just steadfast, you, you would make it back. All right. I want to do uh, some more math. So break out your calculator. Okay. Right. I want you to tell me some stuff. Sure. I want to retire. Okay. Okay. Now, I guess what I want to ask is uh, I am 30, so I want to retire in 30 years. Mm -hmm. How much money would I have to put into some investment account or – you know, for the next 30 years in order for me to reach that $2.5 million goal. And you're starting at zero, right? Yeah, I'm going to start at zero. But I'm going to invest every month. You know what I mean? I'm going to put some money into an account every month. So I want to know what that number is. Yeah, so um, you're, you're the, the cool thing is, and uh, I mean, I can break out like in a uh, Well, it's simple, interest. right? It's, well, okay. I mean, let's let's. I can. I have a calculator here too. So, like, I just say, um, thirty years times twelve months is three hundred and sixty. So months. look. So okay, th- this is what you do. You'd say, okay, so your starting balance is zero. Let's say your average annual rate of return is seven percent, and that's roughly what the market does on average. And um, how much are you going to contribute? Yeah. Let's let's say uh, how much you can contribute a month. Let's say you contribute two thousand dollars a month. No, I, that's I mean, not you're realistic. Trying to, you're trying to get two point five million dollars. You're not going to contribute a hundred dollars and get there. Well, oh, you don't think? Because okay, so I'll tell you what. So say you contributed a hundred dollars every month. Yeah. Right. For three hundred sixty months. You're going to do it for thirty years. So, and you're starting with zero. Yeah. The end of thirty years. Uh, you're gonna have a hundred twenty-one thousand two hundred eighty-seven dollars and sixty-five cents. Yeah, that's not nearly the amount right. of money you need. And that's what I'm saying. Like, so if you, instead of a hundred dollars, you made it a thousand dollars a month, then you'd have one point two million dollars in thirty point, years. In thirty years, and if you made it, see, that's why I was kind of saying like two thousand dollars. I didn't do the math before, but whoa, how check this out? How close I am. So if you did two thousand dollars a month for thirty years. At the end of 30 years, you'd have $2 million, $425,753.03. And then, I, and therefore, well, at 60 years old, I could safely pull out $100,000. Every month for the rest of your life. Uh, every month or every year? Uh, I'm sorry, 4%. So, 100, yes. You could, uh, you could withdraw 4% every year or $100,000. All at once, over the course of the year, whatever. 
But that's but that uh, man investing two thousand dollars a month. That's a lot, right? Uh, it is a lot. All right. I mean, I absolutely. Mean, but the thing is, is like hundred thousand dollars is insane. Like a lot. Most people in this country live on like far less than that. And like as much as it's important to optimize your gains. It's also important to optimize your expenses because then you could just retire early. Well, how much so, do you invest every month? How much do I invest every month? Yeah. Why don't you ask me a really personal question? I, I invest a couple thousand dollars every month. All right. Um, so, so, all right. So, you're, I invest, you're doing it. Uh, yeah, but I, I want to get out before 30 years. I, for me, it's God forbid I retire when I'm 65 yeah. or 64, I guess would be 30 years. So, oh, man. But here's the thing is you don't need $100,000. Like I, I live a pretty good lifestyle and I don't spend anywhere near $100,000 a year, right? So say – Yeah, uh, but if I have enough money to put two – well, I guess all right, I guess you're the case. But I mean putting- look, like say uh, you, know, you only spend $25,000 a year, right? And I think there's a lot of people in this country who do exist on that, right? Okay. So if you only spend $25,000 a year – you would only wait, really? That was, was like very low. <laughs> What's the number? So you'd only need six hundred twenty-five thousand dollars to retire. Hmm. So you know, it really depends on on that number, right? And that's literally like your monthly expenses. You just add up your your, your all your expenses for last year, and if last year was good, you could just divide that by four. I'm, I'm sorry, divide it by 0. 0.04, and then you get your retirement amount. Interesting. And then you just live like you did last year for the rest of your life. So how can you – I guess the only way to, to, to retire earlier than that is by pumping more money into investments. Right. Huh? It's easiest to, to spend less or um, assume you would have less expenses when you retire. Um, well, why would you have less expenses? I mean maybe you want to retire and fucking – Buy an well, island or something. All right, so look, you want to retire in 30 years, right? How long ago did you buy your house? One year ago? Five years ago. Years? You bought your house five years ago? Yeah. Your mortgage will already be done by then. Yeah, sure. Right? So yeah. You, you won't have to pay for your house. Uh, okay. So that's that's some less expenses right there. I don't know how much you pay in your mortgage. I think you had said in a previous episode it was like 1500 or something. Yeah, right? about that, yeah. So 1500 times 12, so that's $18,000 a year that you wouldn't have to pay. Hmm. Right, so instead of a hundred thousand dollars, you would only need calculator equals eighty-two thousand dollars. Right, so if you retired and you didn't have your mortgage, you only need then eighty-two thousand dollars because your mortgage went away. You actually could retire with two point zero five million dollars. So two million. Right. I mean, yeah, roughly. So the thing is, like, I mean, there are things to take into account. But just the fact of reducing eighteen thousand dollars significantly reduced your end number, right? Uh-huh. So it's it, I think it's easier to spend eighteen thousand dollars less than it is to save five hundred thousand dollars. See, I'm just you know this is this is good. I mean, this is a good like number, but man, it's a fucking high number. Like it's a high number to 
save. I, I think $100,000 is an un- unrealistic. I think that when you retire, I think you could live a very happy, fulfilling life doing pretty much everything you want, including vacations with like $50,000 and live in New York, like in the New York area. All right. If so you're in middle America, you could do it with way less. So with $50,000, how much would I have to put away every month from, from now till 60 years old? And I don't know if 60 is enough. Like, well, if I want to go, I want to retire a little earlier than that. Well, I think we all should. So if you only spend $50,000, you could retire at with uh, $1.25 million. Okay. Right? And so then... And if I was pumping the same two grand a month into it, I could retire in 15 years than I could in 30 years. You could basically pull that off if you saved uh, a little less than $1,100 a month. Excuse me. So a thousand dollars a month. I invest a thousand dollars a month. Uh, if you, if you saved one thousand and fifty dollars a month, you'd be able to do it in fifteen years. Thirty. Thirty years. Sorry. Yeah. So I mean, you basically just have to save more if you want to do it sooner. So I think then we would go closer to that two thousand number, right? Yeah. So if you wanted to, if you saved two thousand dollars a month and you only did it for fifteen years, you'd only have six. $145,000. This is a lot of, um, and this is a lot of like numbers that were thrown around and they're, and they're sort of, they, they're, they mean nothing. Right. So well, mean nothing. Well, I, cause they were kind of like, I'm just kind of throwing numbers at you just to, for funsies. To oh, see. oh, these numbers. Yeah. We're just doing arbitrary calculations. Yeah. But- so what's the, so like to, so what I mean, I guess my question would be, what what can we learn from this? What can someone like me learn from this to start investing? Just that simple. <laughs> so okay, uh, I think I think if you had to go for like takeaways <coughs> of this, yeah. I would say one, um, you're really it's very unlikely that you're going to be able to retire in any reasonable amount of time if you don't have your money in the stock market okay. to some degree. And you know, you should buy funds, use betterment, whatever, something. I, you know, something, right. You, you need something. It is not going to happen for you if you don't do that. Right. And I think the other major takeaway, um, well, two, two other major takeaways is, um, one, you really want to reduce the amount that you spend and and be happy with it, right? Like, yeah. do you need like new rims on your car every year? Yes. Because if, <laughs> but, I'm, but I mean, if you didn't, you maybe could retire like five years sooner. I mean, it, it's really dramatic like that. Like the amount, like it's such a little reduction can really make you retire that much sooner. Think about this though. You stop smoking, you could retire like a few years earlier too. Yeah. And, and your you, life would and be you longer. live longer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Man, that's an easy habit to break, right? Anyone can stop smoking at any given time. It's easy. Yeah, I mean, I did it. Hey, I I did it eighty percent too. I did it eighty percent, and then now I'm a hundred percent. But yeah, that's all right. All right, did you did you just give away, or did you just give both takeaways from this? Oh, and I think the the last takeaway. Oh shit, do I remember the last takeaway? It, was, um, it would be helpful if you did. Yeah, sure. Got, got sidetracked. Uh, what was the last takeaway? Well, 
So I mean, uh, uh, the last takeaway oh. is that you could, um, and with the four percent rule, you could start to calculate when you can retire and when you can visualize. You could change course, whatever, and that's uh, interesting. Cause, start cause, to set goals, right? Because with when you don't know, you're saving, but to what end? Yeah, you're it's nice to have an end, right? Yeah, because you know what, like. Um, you can work until you're 55, 60. You could work until you're 80 if people will hire you, but why do it if you don't have to? Maybe work for you might be doing your own thing, something that makes you happy, gardening, whatever. You know, and so I think that the 4% rule can put it in perspective so you could start to see when the end is or huh. not the end, like the actual beginning, right? Yeah. I like that. I mean, because that, that's one of the problems that I have is retirement's going to be badass. Yeah, I, I, one of the problems I have is um, my my thinking has always been, you know, why should I save now when I could walk out my front door and get hit by a truck? Right? I could just I could literally drop dead at any moment, and therefore I have money now. And I could use it to go buy rims for my car and enjoy those, <laughs> right? Well, well, then you're screwing the future, Matt. And then the future, Matt, might as well get hit by a truck. Yeah. Because he'll have nothing in the future. So it's either don't get hit by a truck or get hit by a truck. <laughs> I guess, yeah. There's only but two ways to look at it. get hit by a truck, it. try and save money. So, all right. Um, tell me. Mm? Tell me how much I should be saving a month. How much I sh- and and I'm not just talking about saving money f- in like a we're talking about an investment account, right? Because I don't have one, honestly. Right. I don't have so, a Betterment account. I don't have a, a share. I have a share builder account. There's no money in it. Um, what should I be contributing every month? So, uh, if you want to tap out in 15 years, yeah. Which which is ambitious. Great. Um, uh, you could do it uh, if you spend twenty five thousand dollars a year and you save two thousand dollars a month, or if you pull it out. And because the thing is, like, people see retirement and they're like, um, "I'm never going to work again. I'm just going to play golf all day, whatever." And I think the reality is that you're going to be bored. And, the, and you're going to be actual, old too. And you're going to be old. And and the actual real reality is that people who retire and don't work do not live as long as people who continue to do something. Whether it gives you a sense of purpose, whatever. There have been studies that you actually yeah. live longer if you don't retire. So when I say the word retire, for me, it's not that I will never work again. Like I will quote unquote retire at 35 and I will do my side hustles and my hobbies sure. and things that will make me money, you know, not as much as a job. So I think if that's your goal, it significantly cuts, you know, well, uh, the then if, that, if that's the case, I feel like I retired now. You are like retired, man. I'm trying to work to get to you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I spend very little money and I, I do whatever the hell I want to every morning and every day and every night. And I have no, you know, significant other yapping in my ear. Not that I'm saying that's a bad thing. <laughs> uh, you know, the right side of the bed is cold. So it w- I would definitely be warmer. But uh, I mean, you for, should buy a twin then. I should buy a twin <laughs> or get like uh, like a, a blow up doll that heats up. 
and just keep True. it on that side of the bed. But then I'm going to be spending money on electricity and there's that whole deal. Then you're never going to be able to retire, yeah. And then what if the bed catches fire and I'm in the bed and then I die early and then I'm like, why did I save all this money? <laughs> there's so many thoughts. So I guess the point, bottom line is, if you have a uh, this 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 number, this number four is sort of like – it's a good uh, rule of thumb if you want to calculate when you can retire and how much you need to be putting away every month in order to reach that goal, which I like. Uh, right. Realistically for me, uh, I'm not putting $2,000 a month into an investment account. It's not going to happen. I'll tell you that right now. I mean if I was making $15,000 a month, then sure, $2,000, no big deal. I can just throw that in there. But then again, I'm making $15,000 a month. I'm living a pretty decent life, and I'm going to want to continue that life when I retire, I assume. Uh, so I don't know if that equals out, but um, I guess the point is to start saving anything right now. Just fucking open an account and start contributing contributing to it monthly weekly whatever you whatever you think i mean whatever you can afford i guess and that and that includes 401ks and iras and investment accounts and even a home purchase right you said right um what else can you invest in stocks and bonds so index funds Stock, those sorts bonds of things. you could do the peer-to-peer lending stuff you could lend people money and they yeah. pay you back okay i don't know if i like that I love that. Yeah. We should even make an episode about that because I'm killing it with that. All right. Well, not today, but another no. time. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. So I hope that everyone has learned something. And I like the number four. It's a good, solid number. And it's fun. <laughs> it's fun to do calculations and think, oh, I can retire in 10 years. If only I put $5,000 into an investment account every month. <laughs> if only. But yeah. So um, great. Uh so I'm gonna we're gonna wrap things up, I guess. It's getting to that time. And um I wanna thank everyone for listening to the show, of course. And please, if you like this episode and our past episodes and you wanna hear more episodes, please go to iTunes, subscribe, leave a review. That's super, super helpful. That's gonna help us bring you more. And leave um, us questions in the review, like yeah. things that you want us to talk about it, because we will cover it. Yeah, the yeah, and the more detailed your question, the better. Um, it you know we're we're here to help, and we want to do that, and it's and we like doing this podcast thing. It's it's fun. Yeah, I gives like us it. an excuse to drink on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, again, uh, thanks for everyone for listening, and Andrew. Um, have a good night, my friend. You too. All right, take it easy, bud. Later, man. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show and would like to hear more, subscribe to the Listen Money Matters podcast and leave a positive review on iTunes. For more information, visit listenmoneymatters.com. Peach out, home slice.